0: Sing like the birdies sing, tweet 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing, sweet 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 tweet tweet. Hello out there in Bird Lane. It's Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Armstaff. Here, weekend edition of For the Birds. Uh, got some snow since we last chatted in uh, many regions of Vermont. Some did not get snow, but other places got a ton of snow. I think Greensboro. Uh, yeah. I think Greensboro got the uh, the top prize, well over well over ten inches. I think in Cabot we had nine, wow. nine inches, and it was at of course, that heavy wet stuff, which creates a lot of power issues, and a lot of people oh. were without power a lot of right. a lot of the week. But uh, yeah, it was um, as we um, as we uh, sneak into December here, um, the snow is the snow is with us.
1: Yeah, not here in um, Chittenden County yet, but oh, I guess maybe Western Chittenden or Eastern Chittenden County. But uh, nothing on the ground last week in Burlington. But looking forward to it. Mm-hmm
0: we're about 25 days out to um, to christmas which means uh, we've got christmas counts that are starting to uh, uh, be planned and those are coming along in a very short period of time and also we want to talk about um, some winter raptors winter raptors
1: yeah. yeah if folks are wondering how to find out about a bird count near you all of the bird counts um Still called Christmas bird counts. Some folks are calling them winter bird counts. Um, lots of different name proposals right now. But if you go on the um, homepage of Vermont eBird, there's an article you click on the link for the article, open it up and you'll see all the dates for all the counts in Vermont. And oh, how many counts are there? There's maybe two dozen or so. It's a lot of counts, they're all over the state um so no matter where you live you you either live in one of these count circles um or you live close to one mm-hmm. uh, you know they're all over the state so um anyone can participate you don't have to be an expert birder you could you could only identify a chickadee and you can participate uh, you contact the local um compiler for the count coordinator um you can have your own Territory, or sign up um, to be on a team with another, another counter, or you can do feeder watch too. You can also just um, hang out um, in the kitchen with a cup of coffee and watch the birds at your feeder and count those birds. Uh, all that, all that counting for a whole entire day, all gets um, pulled together um, and eventually gets submitted to National Audubon, and it's great data, it's a lot of fun to get out there and count birds in the winter, uh, but it's also really important data that's been collected for over 100 years now. Hmm,
0: good stuff, yeah. So, um, um, yeah, so just, you know, pick a territory, pick a spot, count the birds, report them in. It's um, kind of a cool time of year, um, all those uh, bird counts. And what's the address again, Chip, where people can find out? Um, search for Vermont eBird.
1: And uh, you don't need to have an eBird account to access that. Um, And then there's an article right on the homepage about um, all the counts with their dates. And that starts, mm, I think the first count is maybe the 14th or the 15th of the month, December. uh, And then they go until until early January. So there's a lot um, uh, mid-December, and then there's a smattering of counts um, into early January. Mm.
0: Saw so my first snow bunting the other day. Just one lone oh. snow, one lone snow bunting on the on the road, but um, oh yeah, made me really. Where was that? It was in Cabot actually, um, and it was made me feel like okay, winter has arrived when the snow buntings are here.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen one yet this winter. Look, looking forward to that. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like it's you know winter until you see one, right? Absolutely.
0: Hopefully, a whole school of them. Um, yes, the, yeah. Flying like fish in the air against the snow. The crust um, eating, yes. grit, eating grit along the side of the road or something like that. And um, gosh, let's talk about some of those, uh, some of those raptors. You, you, you saw like what, did I hear you right? You said you saw a golden eagle this week?
1: Uh, I did, yeah. Uh, it was actually on Thanksgiving. Um, took the dog out for a walk, uh, my son Sam and I, and just walking in the neighborhood, uh, at first we saw a bald eagle fly over, a young bald eagle. Um, There's a local park called Callahan Park. And then we were just walking on the residential street and we spotted another raptor. First I thought, oh, turkey vulture, which would be a unusual bird for this time of year, and a golden eagle flew over Um you know, fairly low, low enough to identify it. It was clearly um, migrating south. Um, and fortunately, uh, I'd never go out without binoculars or most of the time I don't. So uh, good thing is I had those and we were able to identify, got some, got some okay photos. Um, through binoculars, and uh, yeah, it was just exciting to see that, and it was quickly followed by a peregrine falcon. Oh. Uh, the eagle wasn't followed just in terms of time. Uh, the peregrine falcon zoomed on by.
0: Wow! Oh. And, the, and the golden eagle, um, comparing it to the bald eagle, what's what's the what's the striking difference?
1: Well, you know, they they look a lot like a an immature bald eagle, because golden eagles are, are very dark overall, but they don't have uh, all that patchiness, white patchiness of a young bald eagle. Uh, this was an adult, uh, which was almost uniformly dark underneath, which you would never see on a young bald eagle. And we got a glimpse of the golden nape. So the golden in, in golden eagle refers to the back of the neck, the nape, which are these beautiful golden feathers. Um, and then in terms of shape um you know they have a smaller head the head doesn't stick out as much um they slide they fly in a slight dihedral slight v-shape like a turkey vulture uh but you know huge just just like a bald eagle i think they're a little bigger um so you, you would be most likely to confuse it for an, a young bald eagle. And, and in fact, a young golden eagle has, does have, have white at the base of the tail and these two very discreet white patches on the underside of the wing, but it's never, never has
0: that patchy mm. brown and white look of a young bald eagle. Yeah, good stuff. And, um, and the peregrine, was that, uh, did the peregrines overwinter or is that one migrating?
1: So, oh, um, golden eagle and peregrine can both spend the winter in Vermont. Um, and a lot of them migrate out. Um, peregrines will spend the winter in small numbers. Uh, most head south, but I've, I've seen them in Burlington in the winter. Um, uh, you know, they of course nest on cliff faces in Vermont. Uh, this time of year though, you know, you're more apt to see them perhaps in a, in a more urban area where there's plenty of pigeons to hunt.
0: Mm, Good stuff. So what else uh, might we see for raptors, winter raptors um, 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 around the area? You know, you mentioned
1: uh, snow bunting earlier, and there's a a raptor that shares that habitat, actually several. Um, But uh, I'm thinking of rough-legged hawk. This is the time of year rough-legged hawks are showing up, um, especially in the Champlain Valley, but also here and there, elsewhere in Vermont. But if you go to a place like Dead Creek, uh, that's a great habitat for rough-legged hawk. It's a it's a raptor you're only gonna see in the winter or shoulder season in Vermont. They don't nest here, they nest further north. But really cool raptor. Uh, I think a little smaller than a red tail. Um, there's two different color morphs. There's a pale-faced bird, uh, rough-legged hawk that When you see it perched, the head almost looks whitish, silvery color, and they have this very dark um, breast band, very solid, dark breast band, uh, white rump, and a big black band at the end of the tail, and the dark morph has that black band as well, but it doesn't have the white rump, and it's very dark, very dark brown overall, Uh, except when it's flying, the wings look 2 toned good
0: stuff good stuff so and in the are the legs are they really do they have like a lot of feathers on them yeah Yep. Yeah, exactly
1: yeah the the roughed and rough legged hawk uh, refers to the the all the feathering on the legs you know it's an Arctic species um, so that might be an adaptation for uh, the harsher climates it endures further north um, it may be the smaller beak too. It might reflect its prey more. Uh, but yeah, this is a bird of the far north, you know, Alaska through the northern provinces of Canada.
0: Um, so it's a special treat to see it here in the winter. Yeah, good stuff. Some winter raptors. His uh, winter is definitely here. Um, gosh, look at the time. We do have to um, do we have to fly out of here for another weekend. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. Um, weekend in December in Vermont, and uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of For the Birds. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darkstep. For the Birds. Let's all sing like the bird is singing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the bird is sweet, 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 Tweet, 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 tweet.